Welcome to the first episode of Desert Rose Ramblings. My name is Eliza Dosh, and in this podcast, I will be sharing a little condensed version of my own journey thus far, so you can get a little bit of an idea of where this podcast is headed in future episodes. I will go into more detail, but right now I just want to give you an overview of my story and my journey and all of the amazing healing that I have had the privilege of experiencing. So like I said, this is going to be a condensed version, like the Cliff Notes version, (laughs) if you will. So I guess the best place to start my story would be at the beginning. I was born into a family that really valued the outdoors. And so growing up, I spent a lot of time camping and fishing and hiking and kayaking, all of those wonderful things and I got lots of exposure to the outdoors. I grew up in Wyoming and so there were lots of mountains nearby. We're near South Dakota so the Black Hills are nearby and I grew up running around the mountains and um, swimming in lakes until I turned blue and eating fish and all of those wonderful, wonderful experiences. I also grew up a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I am still a member, although I have reconstructed my faith, and I will get into more details about my faith journey in future episodes. And I... I tell you that because it's important for you to fully understand my journey and my experience. So as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe in eternal families. We believe that the family we are here with on this earth will be the family that we are with forever and ever and ever. And so families are really, really important in the church. And so when I was a junior in high school and I found out that my parents were getting a divorce, it completely shattered my world. And it sent me into a deep, dark, downward spiral. And I became extremely depressed, um, extremely anxious. I became suicidal and I made... A couple attempts to take my own life. Um, there were other stressors going on at the time as well, which included some toxic friendships and um, unhealthy coping skills, and probably undiagnosed, <laughs> undiagnosed ADHD. The more I learn about. ADHD in girls, the more I am sure that I I have undiagnosed ADHD. But anyways, that was a little tangent. So things started to reach kind of their peak moment in spring of 2015. I was a senior in high school and I was just finishing up a production of Macbeth 
and something had happened that night that was very upsetting to me and I was driving home after one of our shows and I was just screaming at God and I was cursing at him and I was pounding on the steering wheel and I was just done. I screamed at him and I said um, <laughs> a few choice curse words and I said, you had better turn my life around or you're going to lose me. And honestly, at the time, I didn't know whether that meant if I was going to stop believing in God or if I would try to kill myself again and finally make it work. I know that's really dark and really heavy, but that's where I was at. Um, you might hear my baby babbling in the background here. Um, yeah, that's where I was at. And it was dark and it was heavy and it was too much. So after the play was over, I didn't feel like I had a reason to keep going. And I stopped going to school. I stopped getting out of bed. Um, I just couldn't keep going. I was so depressed and so tired and sad and I was done. So my therapist at the time recommended a program to my mom called a Wilderness Adventure Therapy Program. And it was a program where the students spend 8 to 12 weeks camping and hiking and rock climbing um, around Utah. And mom told me about the program and I said, yeah, that sounds great. I want to do it. And she said, well, I think it would be a great thing for you to do this summer. And I said, nope, I need to go now because I can't guarantee that I will make it to this summer. And so I went and it was, I think four or five days from the screaming match with God in my car to when mom and I were in our car driving to Utah to drop me off at this program. And like I said, I will go into many more details about this program, but I was there for about eight weeks and um, when I first showed up, obviously I was in a lot of pain and things were really, really hard and it was a huge adjustment. Um, I didn't really know <laughs> how to deal with any of the things that I was feeling and throughout this program I got to learn some new coping skills and this program worked with the parents also and the parents were very heavily involved with the healing journey and so I spent two months living out of a backpack <laughs> and hiking and backpacking and rock climbing all around the state of Utah in the Uintas, in Moab, in St. George. And I had a lot of really, really incredible experiences. One of the most incredible being 
in Moab um, at Canyonlands National Park, I had a moment where I just realized that I was so grateful that I was still alive. And I was so grateful that I was still here and that I got to witness all of this beauty of the world around me. I'm not going to lie. There were a lot of really, really difficult moments and really, really crucial moments to my growth and to my healing. Um, I had to make a lot of really tough choices about how I was going to cope with life, how I was going to choose to move forward, and how I was going to continue on with my life. So, like I said, there were a lot of really difficult things, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Part of the incredible effectiveness of this program was that we had to physically push ourselves to the limits when we were rock climbing or hiking or bike packing back or backpacking and then we learned a lot of lessons that also applied to us mentally and emotionally and um for me spiritually there you know wasn't very much spiritual things being discussed in the program because everyone has different beliefs and things but I um, I made it very spiritual and it helped me in healing my relationship with God a little bit and right along with all of the really hard things were some really beautiful things and really beautiful powerful life changing things and I am so grateful and I feel so blessed to have been able to participate in that program. And so after I graduated the program, I went back home and I graduated high school. And over the summer, found out that um, through the work that my parents did in the program, they had re kindled their relationship and they had worked through their issues together and that they wanted to get remarried (laughs) which at the time was kind of a punch in the gut because it felt like oh I just went through all this work to accept that you guys were divorced and you guys are just gonna get remarried why couldn't you have done this work beforehand so that I could have avoided all of this pain and all of this suffering that you caused me. Now I don't feel that way. Now I look back on the experience with gratitude and humility and just amazed that I I got to experience such 
I just had such an amazing experience with wilderness therapy because I know that not everybody has. I, I want to say that. I know that not everybody has had a positive experience with wilderness therapy. And I know that there are some programs that have a lot of issues and I looking back I know that there were some issues within my program and that it wasn't perfect and at the same time I did have a positive uplifting healing experience to which I am extremely grateful for. So continuing along the story of my journey I went to college and I still struggled with depression. Imagine that. This program didn't cure my depression. It didn't cure my mental illness. And that was a huge struggle for me because I was like, I did so much work in this program and I have new coping skills. I have better coping skills. I don't really have anything that I should be sad about in my life right now. Like things are going really good. Why do I still feel (laughs) sad and depressed all the time? Why is it hard to get out of bed in the morning? All of that good stuff. And I would beat myself up. And I really struggled in relationships, especially with boys that I liked and was romantically interested in. Um, I just was not capable of having (laughs) healthy romantic relationships at that point in my life, even though I so, so desperately wanted one. And my desperation for being, feeling loved and feeling wanted, um, led me into some really bad situations where I was, well, one really bad situation where I was sexually assaulted and some other, um, situations where I was emotionally, um, neglected and I was, um, emotionally, abusive to these um these people that I really really loved and really really cared about but since I I had no sense of boundaries and I was so insecure I just I ruined a lot of relationships and that is one of my biggest and deepest regrets to a point where I was like in and out of therapy and therapy just wasn't working dredging up old trauma dredging up old wounds all of this stuff just wasn't working I just wanted to be able to heal and move on from my life and my sister-in-law introduced me to um, Carol Tuttle Um, who does energy profiling and dress, dressing your truth. If you're not familiar with her, I would highly recommend that you look her up. Um, her work completely changed my life. Um, basically what it is, is there are four different energy profiles that you are born as. And you are born with certain traits that go, yeah, that go with your energy And those traits are gifts, but when you're living out of alignment, those traits become extremely unhealthy. And I was in that place of living out of alignment and 
those traits being super unhealthy. And through Carol Tuttle's work, um, I learned how to do EFT tapping, which is emotional freedom technique, where you um, tap on a series of acupressure points on your body and use a verbal script to help you process and release um, trauma and negativity and things that are no longer serving you. And I started making that a frequent practice and I started working with my inner child and um, doing all kinds of work like that. And I started to feel better. I started to feel happier. This weight and this burden that was on me um, started to lift. And in 2018, I believe it was, my New Year's resolution was to just love myself. Just love myself completely, love myself as I am. And I started on this journey of self-love. And it just so happened to be that with a very short amount of time, I met the man who is now my husband. And we began our own journey of healing and growing together. And let me tell you, we have grown and healed so much together. In December of 2018, shortly after we got married, um, we had a miscarriage. And that was something that really, really rocked our worlds and rocked our faith and shook our faith in God. And it took a long time and it took a lot of work and a lot of healing to um, develop a better relationship with the divine, a better relationship with God and with Heavenly Mother. (laughs) Um, Developing a relationship with Heavenly Mother is honestly the thing that saved me from losing my faith completely, if that makes sense. And as this podcast continues, I promise I will get into more details of all of these stories. There are so many, (coughs) excuse me, so many stories to tell. And like I said, this is just a Cliff Notes episode and I am just giving you a brief overview of everything. So after my husband and I had the miscarriage, we were so tired and so broken and we kind of just ran away. We ran away from where we were living. We ran down to St. George, Utah and we're like, okay, we're going to build our life here. And shortly after we moved down there, I got pregnant and this pregnancy was healthy and, um, we started crunching numbers. My job, I hadn't been working there long enough for them to give me maternity leave. And we couldn't survive off of just my husband's income for the, like, you know, six to eight weeks of maternity leave. And then we also wouldn't be able to afford childcare and all of that good stuff. So we decided that we were going to move in with my parents 
And that was kind of a heartbreaking decision <laughs> because we loved St. George so much, but it was very difficult and very expensive for a young couple who is expecting a baby. And you can hear, <laughs> hear our second baby cooing in the background. Um, and I will get to her making an entrance in just a moment. So we moved back to uh, Wyoming with my parents. And we had our son in December of 2019. And then y'all know what happened in 2020. COVID happened. And so, again, something that was extremely difficult and heartbreaking um, was, you know, making that decision to move back in with my parents. We kind of felt like our dreams were all shattered and that God didn't really care about us and wasn't listening to us. And then after COVID happened, we sort of realized like, okay, we were being protected um, because being in Wyoming and being with my parents and having that extra support during such a scary and turbulent time, especially, especially when you have a new baby, was such a huge blessing. So then in <laughs> a year later or so, in January of 2021, my husband... Um, went back to school, and here we are a year and a half later. He is getting ready to graduate from the automotive technology program, and we are in another period of big shifts in our life. We are getting ready to move. Um, we just had a baby in February, um, which was another <laughs> another thing that was a beautiful beautiful thing and she is such a blessing in our lives and it was kind of scary when we found out that we were pregnant with her because neither of us had a job at the time <laughs> and um we kind of had to just rely on miracles <laughs> to get us um get us through this past year and a half but it's been absolutely incredible to see all of the miracles that have happened for us and that are happening for us right now and again <laughs> this is just the cliff notes version I don't want to go into too much detail on anything in particular right now I just kind of want you to have an idea of my story and where I come from and I share this because there are a lot of stories along my journey that I know people need to hear and I have been feeling the nudge feeling the prompting to start a podcast for a while now <laughs> and I haven't and it finally got to the point to where I was like okay I just need to do it um it doesn't need to be good it you know it's gonna be me rambling while I'm snuggling with my baby and she's googling in the background <laughs> it's not going to be perfect and so I hope that's okay with you um because I am far from perfect um and that is something that I have had to learn to deal with and learn that just doing it just taking action just creating something um and letting it be imperfect 
um, is super important. Letting things be imperfect is a really powerful thing. I almost forgot to tell you why the title of this podcast is Desert Rose Ramblings. Um, So when I was in college, I wrote a song about my experience in wilderness therapy. And it is called Desert Rose. And it's all about growing and blooming in the desert and growing and blooming despite the outward circumstances, despite the the soil, despite the challenges that you go through in life. And that's what this podcast is about too, is not only making it through those challenges, but getting to the other side of them and looking back and seeing them as beautiful experiences and seeing them as miracles in some cases. I will not say that in every case, but there have been a lot of things that went seemingly amiss in my life that now that I have the perspective I do, I look back in my life and I realize that they were um, divine intervention and I'm so grateful for that and I'm grateful that I have that perspective now that I have that perspective today (coughs) excuse me and I hope that I can continue to have that sort of perspective as I move forward in my life so if you have been listening to this cliff notes version of my life and you have found some things intriguing Please continue to listen. I will start out by sharing more about wilderness therapy. I will be doing one episode for each week that I was in wilderness therapy. And then I plan on bringing on some guests and we'll talk about healing and spirituality and shifting your faith and shifting beliefs and the Divine Feminine, and all sorts of wonderful things. I'm super excited. I have a really big vision for this podcast. I hope that it reaches who it needs to reach. And if, like I said, you found this intriguing and you are excited for it, continue to listen and share it with other people that you think would benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Desert Rose Ramblings, the cliff note version of my journey. And don't forget to tune into the next episode, which is going to be all about my first week in wilderness therapy. It will be all about (laughs) my transition into the program and some crazy, funny stories that happened as I adjusted. Again, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. And I am sending light and love to you and I wish you the best. And I hope that you will listen again.